All right, it is Sunday, January 10th. We are 10 days away from the end of the Trump presidency. Melissa, how are you doing? This is the popular vote with Melissa and James. But Melissa, again, how are you doing? (laughs) Um, We're 10 days into 2021, and I would like to end my free trial. This is is not the year I was expecting. It has been quite a week. How are you doing? You know, I feel like... I, so obviously this has been a roller coaster of a week and I just have to say like Wednesday afternoon, I had logged on to PBS to watch the, the shenanigans and drama. Same, same PBS news, PBS news. And I was figuring it was going to be, you know, like six, seven hours of parliamentary debate. I kind of have it on his background, do some work, whatever. And (laughs) quickly, (laughs) quickly it turned into game of thrones. (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) I too was watching PBS News. um, And I was hoping for, yeah, background noise, maybe Mm -hmm. objections, whatever. But then all of a sudden there's a reporter hiding under a desk (laughs) reporting that protesters got into the Capitol. Writers, seditionists, mm-hmm. traitors, and um, shout out to Lisa Desjardins. Did you, did you did you hear her reporting when Judy Woodruff was like, "Lisa, how are you doing?" And like Lisa was like, "We're doing fine." She was like interviewing people that were mm-hmm. coming in there. She is. I'm not saying she's my legend of the week, but she's definitely my legendary journalist of the week so far. <laughs> I'm kicking it off with that. Why not? Right. Yeah i uh, I cannot get over what happened this past week. <laughs> Well, let's start off with, I feel like this week we're going to try to do a shit sandwich. So we're going to start off with some good news. We're going to talk about all the shenanigans that happened, and then hopefully we're going to end on a good note. So I want to start off with the fact that the Democrats did flip the U.S. Senate um, because Woo! of um, our girl, Stacey Abrams, um, all of my candlelight seances, all of my Our Lady of Guadalupe candles that I lit the night before, they all work despite my best efforts to doubt to doubt her. So I will never doubt Stacey Abrams again. <laughs> mm-hmm. We do not deserve her. Um, we need to figure out what she did in Georgia and mm. copy it in every other state. She mm-hmm. is a powerhouse. She is amazing. She's had a lot of support by all means. But man, she deserves a ton of respect. I I want you to know that like, I don't know who's running for president in 2024 yet, but if Stacey Abrams is running, I'm in. I'm all in. I'm. You heard it here on first on the pod. I am all in on Stacey Abrams whenever the hell she wants to run for president. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so good news. And with that, hopefully, um, we should see that 2K stimmy check. I, you know, I'm I'm not going to say anything else, but I'm very excited for the possibility of a 2K stimmy check. <laughs> Uh, Agreed. And I will say these two Georgia senators, they're really good candidates, Yeah, right? They are two types of people, types of politicians that we need in the Senate, right? We need more of them in government. So I'm so excited that they won not only because of the implication it has on the Senate majority, but because they're both really good candidates. And the Democrats haven't always had great candidates. I would agree with that. And what I love the most is... I mean, I feel like Raphael Warnock is, I mean, that's iconic to have the pastor of MLK Jr.'s church, um, especially in light of John Lewis's passing, you know, Mm -hmm. to be able to be, to be elected. But I'm also kind of obsessed with John Ossoff because um, for a variety of reasons, one of them is, is that, have you seen the articles about his like 
like Twitter account yes. years ago, how he's like yes. tweeting about like anime and Star Wars and like like all sorts of nerdy stuff. I just think it's great. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, I love that his staff didn't completely scrub his Twitter account. <laughs> you know, they're like, you know what? We're going to leave this. Someone's going to find this at some point and it's going to be okay because he isn't a complete POS who's like super racist or problematic. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, it was like, finally, someone whose Twitter comments aren't like, completely problematic and we don't have right. to do, you know, accountability culture. Cause you know, I'm not calling it cancel culture anymore. <laughs> I'm calling it accountability culture. I like that. Okay? I like We're that. doing a rebrand this year. It's accountability, not cancel. <laughs> <laughs> so we love both of them. We're so grateful. And without further ado, I mean, there is so much to discuss about what happened on Wednesday, January 6th. And then the rest of the week, because like, girl, I mean, where do, where do we, where do we even begin? I, I, James, I really don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I feel like everyone's been really glued to the news, mm. to Twitter. Um, I have so many group chats dedicated to just like miscellaneous updates about what happened this past week. So I don't know. We can either like look backwards and do some summaries, reactions, or we could look ahead and make some predictions. I, you know, let's. You know, I, I always think, you know, one of the most iconic songs of all time was Bill Clinton's unofficial campaign theme song in 1992, Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow. So we should totally start putting our Miss Cleo hats on and determining if these people are going to be in office or in prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So maybe we should start with Trump. Oh my God. Well, I know where he, he he's not going to be on Twitter, but I don't even want to go there yet. We'll talk about that in a minute. He's not going to be online. <laughs> Do you think he's going to stay in office for the next 10 days? Uh, I would say more likely than not. Mm. Because okay. apparently, so I don't know what you heard, but at first I heard that like Pence was open to the 25th Amendment. Mm -hmm. And then I heard he definitely was not. Mm -hmm. And then I heard... The last I heard was that he was kind of open to it. But what I heard was, was that Betsy DeVos and Elaine Chow, and I cannot believe that we're like commending them for doing slightly, slightly more than the minimum by resigning. But apparently they resigned when they believed that the 25th Amendment was off the table. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So I... I don't think, and Mitch McConnell's not going to hold a Senate trial, I guess, until the 19th. For impeachment, I do think he's getting impeached again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he's resigning. The only way he resigns is if he's able to get some deal with Mike Pence that Mike Pence will pardon him, like, you know, Gerald Ford pardoned Richard Nixon. That's my think, prediction. I don't think Pence would do that. You don't? Do you, no. I do. I think he's shady. Oh, I think he's absolutely shady, but he's also, I think he also wants a future in politics, right? But is his future in politics tied to pardoning? You don't think so? I don't think it is. Okay. I don't think it is. I mean, I think that's, yeah. that's a miss, in my opinion, that's a huge miscalculation from people like Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz, who we'll get mm -hmm. to in a minute. Um, <laughs> Wait your turn, Ted Cruz. <laughs> Wait your turn, Josh Hawley. We've had I, enough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But I think, um, yeah, I mean, Trump supporters, no doubt, are a large group of people. However, the way that he has treated them and denounced them and everything that's been going on the last week, I think that people 
a lot of people don't support him anymore, right? And I, I don't think that people like Ted Cruz or Mike Pence can really pick up the pieces enough for that group of people to be a huge consti- constituency that's worth going after. Yeah. And I'm going to say something that might be a little offensive to some listeners, but there are four less Trump supporters this week because of the president's actions. Four? Four died because there was the one officer. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. the one officer. But there are four Trump supporters that are dead this week because of the president's actions. So and, it, I'm and just saying many, it shrunk this week. And many felons that are not going to be allowed to vote. That is Hopefully. a very true statement. Do you think that Trump would pardon those people? Uh, I read that he's going to do that before. Like right before he leaves office. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. So I think he um Do you think he stays in office? No, I don't. I don't know what mechanism it's gonna be. My money is still on the twenty-fifth. And my money's on the twenty-fifth because so many large companies are denouncing him, kicking him off their platform. And we know Republicans love their corporate donations. Um, and so I think that the pressure they get from um corporations might make an impact on whether or not that's still on the table. Yeah. That's, that's a distinct possibility. I, I would bet that he makes it, but mm-hmm. he will have to, if he, he's on very thin ice right now. Don't oh you think? yeah. Yeah. He is on, he is on, he is at Francher Lake ice at the Lake County fairgrounds in March. Okay. That's how thin it is. I mean, on like a warm day in March, that is how thin that ice is. Okay. And if he is not careful, he's going to end up in Cedar Lake. Cause you know, the two are connected. We found that dead body. You've heard that rumor, right? <laughs> um, I've also spent a lot of the last couple of days just wondering like, what is Trump doing right now? Raging. Right. Like raging, like just doing a ton of quaaludes and just <laughs> full on raging. What is he? What, yeah. Yeah. Well, Melania was apparently um, like rug shopping when the rioting was going on. Oh, okay. Good for her. And the others were like dancing to Gloria by Laura Branigan. <laughs> did you see that? Like backstage, like Kimberly Guilfoyle was dancing. I did. I did. And Laura Branigan's like estate tweeted out like, we do not support this song being used. We do not support the president. Da, 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 da. Like, how dare you use this song? I was like, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> okay. Beyond Trump. Uh, what do we think about Pence? Will he come out of this unscathed? I don't think that Trump has a history in the White House. I could see, so here's my opinion on Mike Pence. Mike Pence will never be able to become the Republican Party's nominee ever Mm. after this week because there is a core segment that feels that he betrayed them because I still can't believe I'm saying this, but Trump basically tricked his base into thinking that the vice president had special powers to declare the winner of the presidential election, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that that they that segment will never forgive Mike Pence. Mm. Um, and I think that Mike Pence will never. Now, I could see the following happening. I could see Mike Pence um, like coming back into the White House as like a secretary of state type figure you know, Mm. or like a high level ambassador um, because he's a government lackey. And even though you would think like, well, to go from vice president to secretary of state or like ambassador to the UK or something is a downgrade. I mean, yes, but also those ambassadorships are kind of cush, you know? Um, So I think he will continue to campaign for Republican party politics. I think he'll become like a college level president, Mm. but I don't think that he'll ever, I think he may run for office, but I don't think that he'll, I don't, I don't think he will ever become a the Republican Party nominee ever after this week. 
I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I don't know if he necessarily has a future in politics. I think Pence would be really successful, maybe, you know, maybe going back to Indiana, maybe becoming a professor at IU uh, in the psychology department. Um, I think that he would have some very interesting course materials to present. And it would be just a fascinating, um, you know, college level course on psychopathy. You know, I agree with that. And I'm going to go a little further. Yeah. Let's say, for example, he does teach at IU. IUN, IU Northwest. Oh, Melissa, yeah. are you hopping on that South Shore rail and are you going over to Gary to get an education? Are you going to be a night student non-traditional? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely would. Okay. Okay. Noted. Noted. And it may be IU South Bend. You know, maybe you just stay on that South Shore a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what about Rudy Giuliani? Do you think he will ever be disbarred? Okay. Um, canceled, yes. Disbarred, I have no... I I mean, here's the thing. If you're hiring Rudy Giuliani for legal work, like, you, you, we all know what you're getting at this point. <laughs> so I don't think he should be disbarred at this point because it's like, you know, some people are so bad at their jobs. You know, it's like, and you go to them... And it's like, well, you knew, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you knew. It would be like, for example, Melissa, would you go back to the Berghoff restaurant and would you would you eat dinner there? Would you, yes or no? You know, based on our experience <laughs> in 20 or 2006, yeah. I would never go back there again. No. Yeah, but if you go back there, that's on you. That's not on the Berghoff at that point. It's Correct. not Rudy Giuliani's fault anymore. It's it's the client's fault at this point. Personal responsibility and accountability. <laughs> oh, I'm a Democrat. <laughs> I'm a Democrat, and we are now the party of personal accountability and responsibility. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think is happening with Rudy? I hope he gets disbarred. I mean, the antics are just too much. I think you're correct in that you know exactly what you're getting. Um, like that... Uh, his voicemails that he left on the wrong senator's phone last week about uh, yeah delaying I mean, the vote because ultimately they just wanted to delay the vote as long as possible. Right, right. Um, yeah. I mean, I hope he gets disbarred. I hope he maybe gets charged with something as it relates to what he was saying at the rally on Wednesday mm-hmm. about like trial by combat, whatever he said. Um. I, we don't need really Giuliani um, around. Like, I, I mean, I hope he doesn't, I don't wish any ill on him other than just being charged with something and just shutting up and not being on my TV anymore. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think you're asking for a lot. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> um, do you, you know, the, the race for New York city mayor is up next year. Maybe he'll run. <laughs> um, I'm all in on hashtag gang gang. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So I see here next, you've got, Missouri U.S. Senator Josh Hawley, who's 41, and I'm so over him. I am so over him. The thing is, he's a smart person. Yeah, he went to Yale, right? Yale Law School. And he's very intelligent. He understands the Constitution. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he is just going along with this and not backing down at all is shocking to me. I don't know what his end game is, but I hope he gets expelled from the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he has much of a political future. 
Oh, yeah. The Republican Party's over him. And here's the thing. I just can't, like, I can't fathom, like, how dumb he is to send off an email fundraising solicit to his email, to his email list in the middle of the insurrection. Girl, stop. Deplorable. Yeah, deplorable. Thank (laughs) thank you. Hillary Clinton who? Melissa Clinton, (laughs) hello. Melissa Rada, mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm. He is is in the basket of deplorables, absolutely. And while we're on the subject, Ted Cruz. Ted, I... Uh, oh man, my dislike for Ted Cruz knows no bounds. <laughs> I, you know, I was so over him this week and he was like, we need to have a 10 day electoral commission. Girl, no, we don't. There's mm-hmm. been 50 lawsuits. You've lost all of them. We've recounted, we recounted Georgia three effing times, three effing times. <laughs> Yeah, and now he's calling for unity and he's walking back his statements, which I I honestly prefer the Josh Hawley strategy to just double down, right? Because at least you don't look like an idiot. You just look like an insane person, right? Um, and Ted Cruz, I'm just tired of him. And you know what? You know someone's terrible at making decisions when they decide to grow a beard mm-hmm. and Ugh. an awful beard. During a week in which you know you're going to get a lot of camera time because mm. you're you're somebody that's very vocal about the electoral college um, votes. It's He's just, a self promotion he, whore. That's what you're saying. Self promotion whore. <laughs> he looks awful with that beard, and we. I mean, there are many awful things that he's done this week, but we cannot lose sight of of the decision to grow a beard. Um, it's also deplorable. I agree. Have you ever heard him describe um, queso? No. It's one of the most disgusting descriptions of cheese sauce that I've ever heard in my entire life. He's like warm queso dribbles down the neck. Like the way he describes it, literally, it's disgusting. It's as if someone used a synonym for the word moist in panties over and over and over again in a sentence. And I threw up in my mouth and it was disgusting. So Ted Cruz has been on my list for a while. Now, here's the thing. I hope even if he's not expelled, I mean... There's no reason why our boy Beto O'Rourke can't come back and just run for run for Senate in 2024. Why not, right? Um, I think he would actually get it, right? I think like, so. I, yeah. Plus, yeah. like Texans are like getting hip to it. Like, it, it was a close election this round. Yeah, let's deploy Stacey Abrams to Texas next. <laughs> St- yeah, Stacey, you need to move to Austin and Houston, and you know what, Amarillo. Why not a full panhandle yeah. tour? <laughs> Stacy does Dallas. <laughs> oh my god, that's the show we need. <laughs> oh gosh. So Okay, nice. Lindsey Graham. Well, he needs to get kicked off of Grinder. That's what I heard. That's what I saw on um on one of the memes. It was like it was like Lindsey Graham has been kicked off of Grinder. <laughs> Big Tech at it again. <laughs> Do you think he was drunk on what was it? On Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday? Um, when he was giving his little speech about how he's had a great run with Trump, but <laughs> it's over now. Was he drunk? I have no idea. I feel like Lindsey Graham every day wakes out of bed and generally leans to the right, but occasionally just like goes, licks his finger, holds it up, sees which ways the wind is blowing and just kind of goes that way. Yeah. And I can't believe that he was just inaugurated for another six effing years. We have to deal with Senator Lindsey Graham as an American public, as the American public for six 
flipping years. That's not fair. That's not right. No one should, as far as I'm concerned, um, talk about constitutional rights. Uh, we have a right against cruel and, cruel and unusual punishment, and that's not fair to any of the senators. That's not fair to any consumers of the news. It's not right. It's not okay. And you know what, Whitney? It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, we're going to have Lindsey Graham for a while. I don't think that there's a lot of hate focused on Lindsey Graham. I think he's just a laughing stock, right? Um, he got he got he got cornered at the airport. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, they, they were like tra- they did the same thing that they did to Mitt Romney at the airport. They're like traitor, traitor. Like oh. I mean, <laughs> Which, I don't even it. I don't even care. Like I really don't. It's hard for me to be sympathetic. Like some of these people who are getting called out by the Trump supporters, I feel bad for. He's not one of them. I'm no. just kind of like you made your bed, like. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. Ugh. Okay, final one on my list, at least. Mitch McConnell. You know, I. Okay, so you're gonna hate me when I. You're gonna hate me, but I thought his speech before all the rioting started. I was like, you know what? I'm glad you're minority leader, but you know what? It's okay, because he did a really good job. I agree. He his speech was very good. I agreed with most of it. Yeah. And his wife resigned from the cabinet. Elaine Chow. James, lest we forget, that is one speech <laughs> that was 10 minutes. <laughs> and we when we take a step back, right? Let's look at the last four years, okay, the last you're... eight years, the last 20, 30 years McConnell has been in politics. You My know? hands are up. Don't shoot, Melissa. <laughs> Don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Is... But I did think the speech was good. I will give him that. Yes. And I do appreciate that he is being vocal. I mean, he should have, you know, grew a spine a while ago. However, I'll take it now, but we cannot forget that even though there are so many Republicans finally saying something, finally stepping up, mm-hmm. right? They had four years to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Most of them voted to acquit Trump in the last impeachment trial, mm-hmm. right? And look at where we're at now. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. So I think. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I have no faith in the people of Kentucky. I feel like Mitch McConnell, like the Senate will be his nursing home. It is what it is. I have no faith in Kentucky. Do you? Yeah. uh, No, I don't. I mean, let's deploy Stacey to uh, Kentucky, see what happens. Stacey does Lexington. (laughs) Stacey does Bowling Green. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. So we definitely want to touch on the social media platforms because – Big tech has been doing, I felt like what liberals did this week was they were like, big tech, do your thing. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I'm going to say this about all these big tech companies. They had four years Mm -hmm. to do something and they didn't. And now we're here. I'll take it. I'm glad that Trump was kicked off of like every single platform (coughs) from... Google to Apple's App Store, Facebook, Twitter. But there are some platforms where I'm just like, I appreciate it, but like wasn't exactly sure if Trump even had an account. For example, Pinterest. (laughs) That's the crafting account, right? Yes. Like I think about like crafting, quilting, and like cookie recipes. (laughs) I mean, I appreciate it. Maybe somewhere Trump was brainstorming, okay, if I'm not on Twitter, can I use Pinterest instead, right? (laughs) Who knows? I'm glad he's banned from from 
<laughs> Pinterest, but like, I don't think he had a board to begin with, you know, like, uh-huh. did he have a, um, like sedition board, right. Where he like pinned all of his favorite fascists. Probably not. Um, I, so- and I just want to really quickly, um, if you don't mind, take everyone to the IUN school of law and let you know, just a friendly reminder that your first amendment rights apply to government action. So for example, is Twitter the government, Melissa? No. So, so then, if Twitter's not the government, do you have freedom of expression on Twitter? No. Okay. And also, let's assume, for example, Twitter is the government. That's not true, but let's assume it for a second. Can you yell fire in a crowded um, in a crowded group of people? You can, but but there will be, but, consequences. But there will be legal there will be legal consequences for it. And so, like inciting a mob, there's no First Amendment protection to whipping up a crowd into an insurrection and and leading to five people dying. One of them being a Capitol Hill police officer. So again, mm-hmm. I just want to let people know that this is not government censorship. This is not censorship. This is called accountability mm-hmm. for being a mess over the last what four, five, six, seven years. Exactly. Exactly. You said it so well. You just need to take that and make sure the people on the Times of Northwest Indiana Facebook page are also aware of that because they are not. <laughs> they they are clearly not. do not have their JD from IUN. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also love that Spotify banned Trump, which I felt like, <laughs> you know, he's on Quaaludes and he is desperate to listen to his fuck Mike Pence pay- playlist, but he's been banned from Spotify. So he can't listen to it, which is unfortunate, but it's, you know, yeah. So speaking of social media accounts, let's talk about homegrown terrorists, the Instagram account. I don't know too much about it other than a little bit, but you tell me. So last week we discussed gays over COVID, which Mm -hmm. is still doing an incredibly important uh, public service for all of us. Doing the work. Doing the work. The straight version of that is um, homegrown terrorists. <laughs> Sorry. I just love that you have gays parting in Puerto Vallarta that we're taking on. And then the straight version is literally white supremacists and homegrown domestic right-wing terrorism. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> um, so this account has been posting photos from the... Um, insurrection that happened and asking mm-hmm. people to identify uh, who's in the photo. And they have identified many, many, many people. I ha- It's worth a follow. It's highly entertaining. I mean, and people are doing it publicly. Like they're just like tagging their uncle on Instagram, right? It's amazing. 10 out of 10, doing the FBI's job for them. It's amazing. It's and amazing. what I love is some of these some of these sleuths. You don't even need to be Nancy Drew. They've got their employee badges on. Did you see that? Yes, yes. <laughs> one one guy wore his work employee badge to the mob. Like, girl, not smart. No, I mean I'm not giving pro tips on how to storm and create an insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. I'm just saying, leave the work badge at home. Did you like? I mean, or put it in your pocket at least, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if I hear one more person say that these people are Antifa, I'm I'm going to die. I'm literally, my head is going to explode. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense because Antifa <laughs> wanted to prevent Biden from getting elected. 
It doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense. And also, I just want to say this. Again, these were, this is domestic terrorists, like literally storming an insurrection in the Capitol over, over, they believed that socialist Joe Biden, I wish, was going to be elected president. Jo- they were they were storming the Capitol over Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not trying to be rude to Joe Biden. He's fine, but he's no radical. He's no, no. liberal. No, like, like I mean, of of all like of like okay, here's the thing. I'm not saying I would support an insurrection if AOC was president, but AOC is to the left of Joe Biden. I could understand them being upset about those policies more than Joe Biden, who basically ran as the third term Obama. Yes. Which I'm not saying I'm not for either. And I'm not saying that I would support an insurrection under any any situation. But again, over Joe Biden? Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, sorry. I just, I was thinking about that. I was like, of all people, Joe Biden? It's not worth it. It's not worth becoming a, 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 a federal felon. <laughs> and here's the thing. A lot of these people, if they're convicted, a lot of these charges have mandatory minimums because um, because the federal law is really big on mandatory minimums. I mean, don't quote me on it, but I just know federal law carries a ton of mandatory minimums. So a lot of these have like five to 10 years mandatory minimum sentences. I'm also here to see where we land with the felony murder rule. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's a little harsh. I mean, that'll be, that'll be like, if someone like they're going to try to plea bargain, I'm sure a lot of these people out. And mm-hmm. if someone won't plea bargain, they'll just keep stacking charges. And at that point, that's when you would start adding things like felony murder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it would be, think about what the federal, what the federal agents did with, um, Aunt Becky. Remember how like Aunt Becky wasn't playing, wasn't playing, wasn't playing. And they just kept loading charges, loading charges, mm-hmm. loading charges. Like mm-hmm. that's, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's an argument to be made for felony murder. It's a little weak, in my opinion, from what I know. It's a little weak. Felony murder is already kind of controversial, anyways. But yeah. I could see them adding it and charging it at some point, just to be like, "Really, you don't want to?" Okay, fine. Here we go. Right, right. <laughs> we, <Agreed>. did <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. We did it. If if they don't have in the Joe Biden Presidential Museum, if that we did it, Joe, isn't on like a video screen, TikTok loop, I am going to be thoroughly disappointed. I will request my money back from the ticket office because that <laughs> is the moment that kicked off Joe Biden's presidency. We did I, it, Joe. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I will go to the, because you know it'll be in Delaware, which I don't even know how to get to Delaware. Do you? I've never been to Delaware. I have no reason to go to Delaware, but if there's a presidential museum for Biden, I will absolutely be there with my Biden-Harris shirt <laughs> and my um, fly swatter in hand. Absolutely. We love to see it. We love to, I'll bring my, um, maybe I'll bring my Biden-Harris mug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and your Kamala hat. Don't forget your Kamala oh. hat. <laughs> oh, gosh. So it has been a week. We want to kind of, before we get to Losers and Legends, Melissa, I did not know about this, but you want to share some, just like really like, I would call it like Hallmark news. Yeah, just some good news for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading an article that Joe Biden's dog, Major, who is a German Shepherd, a rescue dog from the Delaware Humane Society, mm-hmm. will be getting his own inauguration on January 20th. I love it. It's so freaking Isn't cute. Isn't that adorable? Yeah, and they're um, going to raise money, right? Yes. And it's to raise money for the Humane Society, which Ugh. is 
just so heartwarming. You know, I'm so excited to have a dog back in the White House. I'm very mm -hmm. suspicious of people, presidents mostly, that do not own dogs and have a hard stance on uh, not liking dogs. And so I'm just happy that there's going to be actually two dogs in the White House. Biden has another uh, German Shepherd, but I think he had them when he was VP. So he's been there before, right? <laughs> um, he's been new. That dog knows. <laughs> Can we have Bo come back, Bo and Sonny come back? Oh my God, little play dates. Oh. Yeah, I would love that. Now, okay, so this is like this is like additional content that I'm just gonna spring on you, Melissa. Mm -hmm. Who okay, so like Trump will not be in town for the inauguration. And we know that because he tweeted it. <laughs> it was his last tweet ever. <laughs> my favorite was the tweet that was like, for those who have been asking, or I've gotten many asks or something. And someone was like, I'm getting a lot of, a lot of you have been asking about my skincare routine energy from the tweet <laughs> because no one's been asking because no one cares and no one believed you were ever going. Yeah. <laughs> but my question is, do you think because like normally, like he'll go to the normally like the out, the incoming president will meet the current president at the White House for like coffee mm -hmm. and like I imagine like coffee and donuts. Like in my head, they're like they're yeah. having like some timbits or something, and then they like go over to the Capitol together. But do you think that maybe after the inauguration, because there's no um, Capitol Hill luncheon or anything, that maybe they go back with like George Bush, even though like he's a war criminal and like Barack Obama and have like a photo op by the White House. They all go in and have like, uh, you know, predecessor successor conversation like that would be like a nice continuity moment. I like that. I and it would really piss off Trump. I know. That's why I really want it. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, I saw that. Um, W is definitely attending the inauguration. Mm -hmm. Jimmy um, Carter's not, but he's also like almost a hundred. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Pence, Pence is going to be attending the inauguration and Biden said that he was honored, which like, I appreciate he's taking the high ro road, but I'm just like, not really sure if we should be honored that Pence <laughs> is going up there, but okay. Um, I also heard, this is the last thing I heard that the reason, like one of the major reasons why Trump is leaving the day before is that like in order to leave, he wants to leave on Air Force One. And if he leaves like after inauguration, he would have to get permission to use Air Force One and it wouldn't even be called Air Force One. Mm. And he knows that like Biden probably wouldn't. I mean, it seems like such a petty reason, but I don't put it past him. It's on brand. It's very on brand. <laughs> yes. So... We're going to move to losers and legends for the week. And I'm going to start off with my loser of the week because I want to okay. end on a high note. Okay. And I feel like your legend's going to be good. So <laughs> my loser this week is the one, the only, there's only one man in the world who will ever be Britney's first husband. And that's Jason Alexander. And they were married for 72 hours. Something like that. I don't think it was more than 96, right? No. And I was it a divorce or an annulment? I really don't remember. Annulment. Definitely an annulment. <laughs> and he was at apparent allegedly. I mean, I don't we'll just say allegedly, but I'm pretty sure he was there. Um, he was at the Capitol Hill protests. And so he's my loser of the week. Like, we only want you when you're standing up for Britney to get her conservatorship dissolved. That's where we need you in 2021, Jason. We don't need you at the Capitol Hill. No. We only want to use your 72 hours of fame when they are actually working for helping Britney. Right? Yes. Yes. And this uh, cameo 
was not helping Brittany. Um, it also wasn't purchased by anyone. Okay, no one bought this cameo. No one wanted this cameo. It wasn't highly requested. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so that is my loser of the week. Who is your loser of the week? Well, James, I have been embroiled in quite... I mean, at this point, it has gotten out of control. As many of our listeners know, I... My favorite thing to do in my free time is to start arguments on the Times of Northwest Indiana's Facebook page, our hometown newspaper. And the thing is, I don't like comment on the articles. I like comment on the comments just to rile people up. But it's with facts and logic and reason. Mm -hmm. So there was an article posted about the shooting spree that happened in Chicago and Evanston yesterday where a guy shot and killed like seven people. And somebody commented, his name is Montana. Montana commented and said that, uh, he was like poking fun. He's like, well, Chicago has like really strict gun laws. Like how is this even possible? Blah, 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 blah. And I reminded him that Chicago may have strict gun laws, but Indiana doesn't and neither do neighboring states, right? So mm -hmm. it's not that the Chicago gun laws don't work. It's that it's very easy to get guns via other states because of their lack of gun laws. Uh -huh. We're up to like 50 comments. And I just want to say everyone in this comment thread, including myself, is a loser. Okay. <laughs> I'm a loser for even engaging. <laughs> and then no one, no one understands Indiana gun laws and they are just not listening to me, but I just keep engaging. And some guy's like, um, so you're telling me that Indiana is a source for, um, guns for chicago gang members and yes I, said, I am i said literally yes and then i linked them to a pdf of a report put together by the chicago police department and then i tagged the chicago police department on the comment and i said if you have any further questions montana please reach out to the chicago police department <laughs> the chicago police department has not shown up at my door to tell me we are not here to be part of these petty Facebook arguments, stop tagging us. I ha they haven't reached out. Um, I just want to say that this is the second time that someone who's affiliated with the popular vote, you, the second time that we have gotten some street cred and some love from police department. I posted a picture of Zsa Gabor years ago, or not years ago, months ago, and I tagged the Beverly Hills PD because she slapped that cop back in the 80s, and they liked the damn photo. <laughs> So dreams do come true, Melissa. See, like Chicago Police Department might get involved. They might, you know, Beverly Hills did it. Maybe Chicago. We'll see. We'll see. I just need to stop. I just need to stop with this comment thread because no one's listening. Everyone's trying to tell me, like, um, clearly you've never bought a gun before. I can, I can tell you're not the type to buy a gun. You don't know what you're talking about. There's no loophole. Have you ever bought a gun from a gun show? Have you ever bought a gun from a gun store? And I'm like, this is not, you are not listening to me. Anyway, I just need to stop. They're my losers. I'm a loser. <laughs> <sighs> oh gosh. Well, we are going to finish with our legends of the week. And I, you know what? I have had so many plot twists, really over the last year. And I feel like no bigger plot twist than Mitt Romney on January 6th, because there were some moments, I mean, first of all, Mitt Romney did vote to, did vote to remove Trump. He was the only Republican. He voted, he voted of the two charges. He only voted to remove on one of them, but that would have been enough. So I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. And even though he's really not a great person, 
And let's remember, I mean, he was a really bad presidential candidate. He was. But but I really feel like I'm obsessed with him because as the Senate was basically being like rushed to what I assume was like a panic room, apparently he literally <laughs> screamed at Ted Cruz, this is what you've gotten. <laughs> and like called him out. And then later that night went back on the Senate floor and was like, we respect our voters by telling them the truth. And the truth is that Trump lost. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. I, when there's a movie made about this, my favorite that's going to be my favorite scene. I can envision it, right? They're just like running down an underground corridor. This is right? what you get. This is <laughs> yeah. what you've gotten. Also, when Josh Hawley was speaking and Mitt Romney was sitting behind him, I thought <laughs> Mitt Romney was going to get like a wire out of his pocket and just strangle Josh Hawley. He was pissed. I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of am obsessed with Mitt Romney. Also, there is no way Mitt Romney is going to be reelected to the U.S. Senate or even run. There's no way. I I, I mean I Utah don't know. Utah is one of those states that didn't love Trump, but Utah does this weird thing where like they for their Senate primaries they have like conventions. Mm. Like how fucked up is that? By the way, how anti democratic is that? They have like conventions. And so he has to like win the convention. And if he doesn't, he has to get a certain threshold and then it goes to a primary. So it could get messy, Um, but I don't think he's going to run again. I think he's over it. Don't you think? Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's probably getting a lot of really unnecessary hate and he's like, this is not. Yeah. On that plane. Did you see how they were like traitor, (laughs) traitor, like, and he does fly coach apparently, which I don't understand. If I had that much money, I would not be flying coach. Well, I agreed, but you got to respect the guy for yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that is true. I mean, I mean, we love a redemption arc, and I'll let Romney have it. There are many other Republicans that last minute, right, they can, like, change their perspective on the Electoral College mm-hmm. votes. But, yeah, Mitt Romney, like, okay, I'll take it. We'll take it. I'll it's take the it. best we're going to get out of Utah. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Also, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City – some um, hardcore Trump supporters as part of that cast. <sighs> Including the one who married her grandpa. Uh, not sure about her, but um, Whitney apparently is a big Trump supporter. She's blonde and married an old guy who wasn't her grandpa, but still old. I think okay. he was her boss. Anyway. Accounta- we're all about accountability culture on the popular vote. Accountability culture. <laughs> My legend of the week is Helen Keller. <gasps> I don't know if you know this, but many Gen Zers have been calling her a fraud lately <gasps> because they do not believe that someone could possibly be deaf and blind at the same time and yet write a book and, you know, like be be a, 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 an important historical figure. So this has been my distraction reading these conspiracy theories solely by Gen Zers. Um, about how it's like literally not possible. And of course, the theories don't make any sense at all. But oh it's like God. blowing their minds that Helen Keller existed. Um, and I highly recommend just, you know, searching Twitter for Helen Keller and see what comes up. And I mean, Helen Keller, she was a G. Oh, she was an OG. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we we love someone. We I feel like sometimes, you know, we talk about, you know, especially on our podcast this past year, you know, we've talked about 
you know, sexism. We've talked a lot about racism. We've talked a lot about these issues, but the one thing we really haven't talked a lot about is ableism. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know what? I, you know, I'm pouring, I am going to pour out a little bit of my rose water and Ivy 24 hour moisture ultra shea body cream from bath and body works. I'm going to pour out a little bit tonight in honor of Helen Keller. Okay. Some people would pour champagne out, you know, or pour beer out. I'm going to pour some, some body cream out in the trash. Um, final question for you, James, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of brands have been tweeting about their, their <laughs> thoughts on what happened in the Capitol, right? That it's a disgrace and mm-hmm. they condemn with actions. I haven't seen anything from Bath and Body Works. I don't follow them on social admittedly. So I guess two part question. Question number one, has Bath and Body Works publicly released a statement? If they haven't, do you think they should? Um, I don't think they have. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, as a proud ambassador of the Bath and Body Works brand, I am very, I'm, I'm, it's going to question. I mean, let me put it this way. Will I still go back for candle day next year? Duh. Will I go back to their next, you know, three for five sale or whatever? Sure. But am I going to go in there and ever pay full price for anything? Definitely not at this point. Okay. (laughs) Bath and Body Works, you need to step up. People are looking to you for your political analysis. And, you know, I've got my pink apple punch candle going right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. It smells, Mm -hmm. it smells like, I don't even, I don't even know what it smells like. It's pink apple punch. It's like very fruity. It smells like, it smells like a den of homosexuals and preteen girls. (laughs) Uh, I think Bath and Body Works really needs to, uh, yeah, make a address statement. That. Address that. We, we are all waiting. We want to know their thoughts on this. I'm calling them out this week. I'm, I'm, I'm calling them out. <laughs> you know what? Make a statement or release a candles, new candle scent. Insurrection would be a great scent. Rebrand teakwood mahogany as insurrection. Yeah, because that's like the straight candle. That's like the the heterosexually acceptable candle. Mahogany teakwood, high intensity. That would be the high intensity (laughs) mahogany teakwood. That would be insurrection. The regular one would just be mahogany teak. Oh, gosh. Well, I had such a good time. I had a better time chatting about the week than living it. Let me just say that much. (laughs) You know what? Me too. Me too. And on that note, I hope all of you have a wonderful, safe week. We have 10 weeks left to go. Do not leave your house if you don't have to, okay? Help is on the way. Those 2K STEMI checks, Kamala's coming. We've got this. So we will see you next week for basically the grand, the series finale of Trump the presidency. Yes. All right, bye, everyone. Bye, bye.